So uh, thanks everyone for joining me for a Behind the Mirage for Cyberpunk Tales from the Oasis. Today we're joined by Andrea, Jamie, and Jen, three of our lovely players from our last season of Cyberpunk Tales from the Oasis. Mm-hmm. Our previous season of Cyberpunk Tales from the Oasis. That's a weird way of saying that. Yeah, I was going to say um, last oh, season. Geez. Yeah, that feels strange. Yeah. We, we won't yeah. have had a second <laughs> okay. season by the time this comes out. So can we say last yeah. from our one season? It just it feels like bad energy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So let's let's go around. I, I'm sure a lot of our uh, podcast listeners are familiar with your characters by your voice, but maybe don't necessarily associate the names sometimes of of who you mm-hmm. are behind the character. So uh, starting with Andrea and then Jamie Jen because that's the clockwise order on my screen. Um, let's have you uh, go around in a circle and uh, introduce yourselves and uh, just kind of let everyone know a little bit of who's behind the voice of the iconic characters that you've been playing. Yeah. Hello. I am Andrea. Uh, by day, I am a tech artist making video games. And by night, I'm still a tech artist and making my own video games instead. And I play Sedoi, usually. <laughs> the character with the thick Russian accent that uh, we decided on right before the war in Ukraine. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It was a great idea. It's almost as if it was a great idea at the time. Yeah. Um, no, uh, <laughs> it was never a good idea. No, it was a cool idea at the start. <laughs> I liked, I still like Sedoi. And then, then Russia happened. I love Sedoi. She's then, an asshole. And then, yeah, exactly. Sedoi's an asshole, so it kind of balances out. The voice you're hearing now is Jamie. Hi, I'm Jamie. Um, I'm kind of shit, to be honest. Uh, I play Reed, no, not... bit of a meme lord. Let's go. Come on, Jamie, don't be mean to yourself. <laughs> Jamie is a lovely person who plays Reed. Fuck you. The, the, the <laughs> roughnecked r- nomad. You can't say I'm nice. Uh... Fuck you. <laughs> Move on to Jen. All right. <laughs> Uh, moving uh, on to Jen. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, I'm Jen. I played uh, Mavis, the gross, stinky medtech. And um, yeah, she 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 was great, and I, I love playing her. Well, yeah. we're about to be going into listening uh, to some of these last episodes. They haven't been fully uh, added. We don't have like an intro outro to them yet. Um, do, 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 do. Do, 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 do. All right. Do you want to so oh, 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 uh, answer a question while he's setting this up? Oh, God. Ooh, that's, okay. That's great. Yeah, that's a great idea, Andrea. So let me go ahead and go up to some of these user-submitted questions. We have one that Jen gathered from earlier. Uh, Shadow Passage asks, I was thinking about this while listening to the new episode. I was wondering how the cast came together and how you all decided to bring this world to life and release it as a podcast. Oh, man. That's a old, uh, old law. I mean, I introduced everyone to Art. Yeah. And Art, I knew because me and Art had done a bunch of, like, D&D games before because we were both in the games industry and, and we got to know each other through, I think, a VR Slack. Yeah. I, I, I If I recall correctly, I think we st- it started VR Slack and then we were the first people who started playing uh, VR Minecraft using Vivecraft. <sighs> and a lot of the people didn't join onto the server. And that's, that was, I think when we first like kind of really became friends was hanging out in, uh, in, in VR playing Minecraft. <laughs> I, I do not remember that. <laughs> you don't remember that? Oh. No. oh, I remember it. I remember it very fun. That's really wholesome. Yeah. I'm glad, I'm glad. Minecraft friends. Yeah. Listen, I, my memory is terrible. So, but, uh, <laughs> I, I believe you we set up a whole base together, Andrea. Yeah. Wow. We had chickens. I can't believe you forgot. <laughs> 
but can't believe all, you, Andrea. <laughs> you all had played D and D together before yeah. I turned up, right? Yeah. Then yeah. For I years. Jumped, then yeah. Then I got uh, invited to the D and D game. Mm-hmm. Sorry, games plural. Um, yeah, there was a lot. It was very cool, and I had a ton of fun playing with Art as a DM. Yeah. Art was uh, uh, really my introduction to, um, not my, my first introduction to, to D&D, but my first uh, long-form campaign in D&D was with Art. And yeah, I've loved role-playing with him ever since. He is an amazing game master. Yes, agreed. Oh, thank you. That's very nice of you. I, um... I do my best. And then Art was the one who wanted to, to uh, like do our next campaign as a podcast. So I'm like, all right, sure, why not? Yeah, sure, why not? Let's let's do this. <clears throat> I'm very glad you did. I'm not sure how I ended up here, but I appreciate it because I've never played. I, I seem to remember going just like get Jen, get Jen, get Jen, get Jen, get Jen, get Jen. <laughs> um, was that what it was? Like we were looking for a for a fourth person. And, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You wanted one more. And I, I, one of us suggested Jen, because, and like the other one agreed, because yeah. I'm glad because I don't think me and you, Andrea, have played, like we've played like games, but we've never played in a campaign, right? No, no, we haven't. Certainly nothing long lasting. And I want to do more of that. Yeah, I played D and D with Jen a lot, and um, well, multiple role playing games with Jen a lot, and she's just got these fantastic characters, and they're always just funny and entertaining, and just cool mm-hmm. and i'm so glad that she's like venturing out into the sort of rpg space more as well <laughs> and doing more streams and jamie always has the most characters in it <laughs> yes i do it's <laughs> great I... and this time i had an even amount i can't believe that it <laughs> took 41 episodes for for one of jamie's characters to die that's unbelievable oh that's uh wait i, I... Is it a spoiler? We haven't listened to it yet, but I guess... No, I'm assuming this is going out this after This is going to go out episode. after all yeah. the episodes are yeah. in. Yeah. yeah. If you, if you I... listen to this before you watched uh, or listened to episode 40 and 41, <laughs> you're fucked. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah I'm sorry. Um, we're all dead. Yeah, just uh... please, please stop and, and go and listen to those episodes <laughs> before you listen to this. Uh, yeah. Or you're going to have a bad time. It's just <laughs> yeah. not going to be good. No yeah, joke. We all, we all die... Um, it's it's fucking wild. <laughs> no, like. that's that's actual spoilers. <laughs> that's actual spoilers. We don't talk about that's yeah. actual spoilers. Cut that. Cut that. <laughs> you managed to spoiler the post season show. Oh, no. Cut that. Cut that. We have to. This has to be cut out. <laughs> no oh. joke. Um, I, I'm not joking when I say I can't believe it took 41 episodes for one of Jamie's characters to die. Fuck you. Because uh, as someone who plays. <laughs> In like our home D and D game is 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 together. Uh, Jamie's characters um, make noble sacrifices a lot. Is the right words? All right. Well, right before we jump in, I think we've got one more question that we can go to. Uh, so next question. Uh, this one's from Crow's Road. What are your favorite moments? The longer it goes on, do you feel the chance of death increasing? <laughs> <laughs> and are you nervous about it, considering there have been some close calls? That's a great question. Yeah. Uh, yeah at, I... Let's say at this point in the podcast, mm-hmm. at this point when we were recording it, did you have the fear of death going into this police station? I personally, when I was playing Reed and I got caught, I was fully expecting the rest of them to just go, 
nah, fuck that, I'm out. Yeah. Like, I, I was don't... fully expecting him to just desert him. <laughs> I'd have to roll a new character, so that's fine. It is what it is. But what's that? A Jamie character nobly sacrificing? But they didn't. <laughs> no, that was not a noble sacrifice. Yeah. That was a fucking broken man losing his marbles a little bit. I was also expecting to not go after <laughs> Reed. Yeah, I will be. Uh, f- I'll be fully honest. Mm-hmm. I let the thought of plot armor get to me, and I thought we'd be fine. <laughs> not, not gonna lie. I thought we would be fine. I thought we were like, ah, it's cool. I think a lot of our listeners probably thought the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, ah, oh, we got this. We, yeah, we, we, we've been through forty-one episodes. <laughs> I- I also want to point out, at one point we attempted to, uh, I don't think we recorded this, but we did a uh, an alternate reality version of this by like replaying this like last moments in the in the police station in the room. And neither of the times we did that did anyone but Sadoi get out. It, it was like full on Groundhog Day. I was like, nope, you all die. Okay, right. Let's start again. Let's see if we can Just figure out a way out One more time. Yep. As players, we could do this. I believe in us. No, we're all fucking dead again. Um, so we when, we, when we listen through this again, we should point out where that Groundhog Day moment yeah. did happen in that in that Absolutely, you know yeah. alternate yeah. thing. Because it, it is very much, and the reason that I did that, I think for our, for that little like fun side thing, was because it does very much feel like it ends abruptly. And this was yeah. something that Starling and I talked about kind of at length of like I. We're, we're, I, I wonder if this is going to be compelling content because it builds up to all of this and then just chunk, falls off a cliff. Um, so we're hoping that the next season kind of picks up with that momentum with different characters and, just, <laughs> yeah. and then just continues keeping in, keeping in, like keeping people entertained. Well, I was just yeah. saying I was just saying to the others before we started recording, it feels like a story meant for cyberpunk right Mm. people burn bright and don't necessarily burn long and stories don't necessarily have storybook endings you don't necessarily have things tied up in a bow you don't necessarily get a satisfying conclusion sometimes and usually what awaits every edge runner is the end of a gun and uh that's what happened and I love it. Yeah. And, uh, and that's been in my head since the end of this campaign because I've been worried about the same thing, whether people would enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, same. I'm I for for me this season shit scared still. For me this season, uh, like the big thing about it and the big climax is the beholden. Yeah. And like the the weight that the beholden adds to all the stuff that came before it. And all the like little clues and hints that were dropped along the way, yeah. And what that means for future seasons of of uh, Tales from the Oasis. How much uh, how much context do we want to go into here? Because uh, we it, and feel free to cut this part out. Yeah, go wild. Um, yeah, I'll cut it out later if I d- don't want to spoil it. But uh, for for reference, um, it's been a year, two years since this recording. Not yeah. this recording, like this Q and A. I mean, yeah. since we recorded the end of season one, right? Yeah, we no, are 100%. we are a full season ahead in terms We're of so recording. backlogged with content. It takes so long to produce these episodes, and then also to get me to record the intros and outros. <laughs> yeah, but but we're like that far removed. We uh, everyone here, apart from Art, won't have heard this episode f- like 
yet. We, we, the last time we heard this scene would have been over. I mean, it's over a year ago. It's nearly two years. It's two now. years ago. It yeah. was almost yeah. a year ago since uh, the last time we played. Yeah, but uh, while we've been getting through the backlog, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, only Starling and I and Paul have heard this. I assume Paul has probably showed somebody. It doesn't particularly matter. Yeah, but yeah, I've it's it, this like, this has not been heard yeah. by really anyone. So, so are we are we ready? Yeah. yeah. For us three at least, it's been like a long time since we've even remember all this. So it's probably gonna be a lot of us just <laughs> going, Oh yeah, I remember that bit. <laughs> I'm very excited. Oh, I'm excited I to see how people react to this. Let's try Whatever, to use okay. let's try to use the react emojis to basically if if people want to like pause the thing just like yeah. throw up the raised hands and that way we I'll just pause it and then we can say whatever we want to say. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I didn't oh, see the that was that, that was wild. That's Hang fun. on, let's go ahead and try it. Everyone, raise your hands virtually. Oh, I'm glad you pointed that out because I forgot that that was a thing. <laughs> All right. Uh, here we go. Can everyone hear that? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes. And it's being recorded? Yes. Nice. This is the part where I'd normally give an intro, but I don't actually remember how this one starts. Previously on Cyberpunk Tales from the Oasis. That's Isabella, the police officer that was interrogating Reed, is standing on the other side of the door and holding it shut as she screams for help. Suddenly, wow. she sort of stops and you see her. Yeah, so that's, that's kind of what I mean. If like, y'all want to jump back one episode and get context here, or are we good just jumping in right no, here? No, I think I remember. Um, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll have I'll have enough, but yeah, if you want to do a summarize a summarization, uh, that'd be yeah, great. Otherwise, this... I think the recording is just going to be too long as well. Yeah, basically we stuck in, we, oh, you all snuck into the uh, police station, got into Reed's room, and then just decided to try and kidnap Isabella, who was the police officer who was uh, violently interrogating Reed. Yeah, also, just a <laughs> tiny shout then, out. By tiny, I mean huge shout out, Paul, because that Foley work already scares oh the hell out of me. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, All that shit becomes so bit. much weightier after Paul gets yeah. his hands on. Has oh someone checked Paul's basement that there's not like a cop trap down there? Cause... Hey now, <laughs> hey now! Don't be casting aspirations on our editor. He's fantastic. Yeah, and... it's a compliment if you've kidnapped a cop. Though. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> yeah. Don't get our editor arrested. John. All right. <laughs> that would give us some street cred, though. One of us has to go to jail. Stop for it! No, <laughs> stop! Ju- stop justifying it. All right, let's keep going. You see her through the window. She gets up and and leaves the door. Uh, Reed is, like, immediately pulling on the door to try and go out. All right. You push on the door, and sure enough, it opens right up. What the fuck? I guess they're really upset about the aircon. I don't know. Let's just go. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, I hack up some blood and go, don't look a gift horse in the mouth. Let's get the fuck out of here. Please. As you push out of the door, you hear the latent buzz that was happening in the background that was basically the fans and the air conditioning units have all stopped. The temperature hasn't started rising yet, but you know, based on how hot it was outside, (laughs) you don't have very long. Yeah. You all head outside, and you see Isabella 
standing at the end of the hallway, right in front of the stairs that lead up to the rest of the station, there is a set of iron bars that have dropped down in front of the stairs, and she's grabbing under the bars and screaming upstairs, let me out, you motherfuckers! Let me out! Come on! Wow. <laughs> ah, now you are stuck here with us. <laughs> hey, Sidor? Yeah, but we're still stuck. <laughs> yeah, we're still stuck down here, too. Maybe don't go... Uh... Laughing your chickens before they've cooked alive in a police station? Yeah. Look, Mavis, I'm just finding silver lining, okay? <laughs> she turns around and presses herself up against the bars and pulls out the gun that she's still holding. She's still had her gun. Oh, fuck. She holds it towards you and her hand is sort of shaking, realizing the bad situation <laughs> that she's in, and she yells at the four of you, Stay back! Don't come any closer! To whoa, whoa, whoa! I swear! I'll, I'll, I'll cap each one of you. Hey. Oh, hold on now, hold on now. I, I like step forward with my hands up. We don't want no trouble. We just wanted our friend back. She holds the gun kind of wavering towards you, glances over her shoulder again and says nothing. Can we pick this up after we get rid of the bars? Like I'm, I'm fine with this whole this, enemy yeah. thing. Just like, you know, enemy of my enemy, iron bars. Like, let's get rid of that first before we shoot you, okay? That you're going to cook alive in here if we don't all get out, so maybe put a gun down and focus on that, yes? Um, for context here, so this is in the middle of the wave, right? Yeah. Yes, this is like day yeah. three of the yes, wave. Yes, right, That's when right, the, right. the Beholden hit, uh, like day three of it, and y'all escaped out in the middle of the night, so it wasn't that big of a deal. Um, made it to but the tower. You slept in the tower, woke up the next morning, you get a call from Charlene for lunch, and by that afternoon, she's got you packed up and walking to a police station to break in and, and rescue Reed. Yeah, and we yeah. hired a net runner to like turn all the air conditioning off and turn the heaters on, right? Yeah. Is that why everyone's burning alive? Yeah. Uh, no, I think that this is an unrelated occurrence. This is an editor's note. I realized while I was editing this that I made a few mistakes in my recap. So just for clarity, I'm going to re-record it now. Um, the short answer is yes, the Netrunner Crimson supposedly helped them evade security and then mess with the power in the Oasis police station, causing the heat to rise because it's around the middle of the day. Okay. I've also forgotten why Mavis was like bloody and bleeding at this point. Was Am I still injured you from being crushed? You tried to use your vampires and really, you really fucked up. Editor note again, I also made a minor mistake in the recap for this part too. Um, Mavis is bloodied after using her vampires, which are like augmented teeth that can kind of inject poisons, uh, on the cop Isabella that was interrogating Reed. It didn't work well. She eventually got like whacked with the butt of a pistol and then took some pretty significant hits in the subsequent fight. The OPD officers eventually retreated but managed to trap the crew in the interrogation room. And then suddenly the security gate leading to the exit uh, out of the police station came down, which trapped them in the basement with Isabella. And now you're all caught up. So let's get to it. Hey, hey Sidor? How's that uh, software you cooked up gonna hold up against this with no AC in here? Are we like, is this like a we can wait it out kind of situation? Or are we in just as much shit as she is? Uh, well, we'll be better off than she is probably, but who knows? We're also in the basement. Ah, fuck. Reed retracts his claws and just starts walking towards this. I'm gonna assume it's fine if I just talk over this sometimes. Reed, Reed, yeah. stay. Yeah. She just saw you cut off your own goddamn thumb to get out of jail. Yeah, just if we want to, like, pause it. 
I know, but specifically maybe like, shut the fuck up and yeah. let me talk. Yeah. Okay, fuck. Whoa, Reed. God damn, he's scary right now. <laughs> she holds her gun up I'm and up, she I'm points up. it at your head as you start walking closer to it. She says, not one step further, not one step. Oh God, scary Reed. God, it's so strange to hear Reed yeah. be Reed is, <laughs> Reed is just like, <laughs> why are you all here, you fuckers? It's the thing. The thing for me is, it's been so long since we played yeah. these characters. It's weird to hear Jamie be so confident. Yeah, <laughs> I've got no idea what you're talking about. I've, I'm, I'm like the pinnacle of confidence. I am. Yeah, definitely. There uh, is a really badass moment in one of the previous ones where Reed cuts off his thumb. There's like Paul does this amazing work of like it like time slows down and you can like feel him being like, "All right, this is how it has to go." And just like doing it and then failing and being like, fuck, this is how it has to go. <laughs> and it just, it's horrible. Like the sound of the, the, the bone getting like shoved oh. into, oh my God. Chilling, chilling work. It's amazing. I'm very excited. Paul is very good mm -hmm. at phoning. He's like, amazing editor. Yeah. He's had a lot of practice. Yeah. I think he said when, he, when I used the phrase meat crayon was when he really started yeah. building up that library. <laughs> meat crayon. Not one step! Now listen. You're scared right now, aren't you? That's perfectly natural. You're locked in here with someone you fucking brutalized for about two hours. I forgive so you for ass, Jamie. I understand. You're just doing your job, right? Um, <laughs> let me get you to roll a conversation roll with a human perception roll added onto it. So give me that human perception roll first. So human perception and then I'll spend six points on the conversation once I've done that. Damn. Nope. Straightforward, huh? He's not good at conversating. Yeah, that's a six. That's not very good. Twelve uh, conversation. Is she gonna shoot you? <laughs> Isabella, her hand shakes as she points the gun at you and she says, You fucking raiders, you'll say anything! I'm not a raider. Raiders, I take offense at that. None of us are raiders. <laughs> I just want to get back to my pack. Do you know what it's like to want to go home? She pauses for a second and then says, Yeah, I do, but what about all those families of the people that you killed? Those poor people, they were just trying to transport goods to the Oasis from Night City. So was I. It was your fault! It was your fault! Why was it my fault? What's she talking about? We were the ones we were getting shot at, lady. You never explained it. We were getting shot at. It was all we could to get out. The man you're talking to right here, he lost good friends in that convoy. Yeah, some kid's mom got blown up. I got some footage of it. Rest in peace, mother. I wiped a woman's brain matter out of my fucking hair that evening. See the fuck right. back! She points the okay, gun at you. Okay, it's good okay, that it's, that it's the like... Crazy homeless. Starts with this callback to uh, the first episode. Yeah. I. Yeah. It does feel like a little yeah, bit yeah, full yeah. circle. I love that we constantly refer back to this episode that did not get <laughs> yeah. recorded properly, so yeah. no one ever heard it. Yeah. <laughs> for, for full listener context, I don't know if we ever said why, like, the the show starts with a, a narrated prologue. Like... <laughs> I guess we haven't done that. Huh. No. <laughs> no. Um, I, so the thing is, we played our, our first session unrecorded because we were like, we want to test this before we decide if we want to podcast it. And then we just kept doing the game 
but we but started recording we started it. recording it yeah so uh the first bit had to become a, a prologue but that was only one session so yeah because, yeah one yeah. session also which for to be oasis is like, like four episodes yeah <laughs> also we did multiple other systems before then as well yeah like i think we did yeah yeah we did try out yeah that, that, that didn't really work for us i really enjoyed yeah i mean yeah i'm I, I don't don't say the word yeah. in TTRPG land because otherwise people will want a. Yeah, okay. and I ain't rule. I ain't learning yeah, that many rules. Point. We do not talk about. <laughs> yeah, okay, that was bleeped you. out. You didn't hear yeah. me say the name of that RPG. <laughs> I did very enjoy it though. But I love. It just wasn't quite a good fit. I love that the the death of this woman keeps coming back, and is why like Mavis is like pays attention to Brandon and why she's like not terrible with kids in theory uh, or why she has empathy <laughs> I love like, Brandon he's the, he's the butt of my best joke <laughs> and we just yeah. never it just never came up in the show yeah, <laughs> it's like I, I ditched my entire character weapon concept after the first episode because I built Mavis to be a sniper and it went wrong so like she was always going to be a med tech, right? Because but, you didn't but she put was any stats in gun. Yeah, but she was going to be a sniper, right? I had a sniper rifle, and I think in the first episode we talk about, oh, we we like have a rifle or something. She chucked that thing, I think, pretty early, or like at least never used it again in the campaign, and we just never <laughs> talk about it. I think no, I I I'm pretty sure if I recall correctly. Oh man, I really hope I'm not saying this and just like getting it completely wrong. I'm pretty sure it gets confiscated as a murder weapon. I think possibly something like that. Yeah, I think we're allowed to get it wrong. Like it's been yeah. you know three years. Also, I think I think I probably cut like, that part out. <laughs> yeah, quite possibly. To be, to be quite fair, but right. yeah, like yeah, it's just I, I yeah. love that it's come full circle to session zero. <laughs> It, yeah, it's come it's... full circle to something no one else has heard, but it's fine. And I'm, I'm curious whenever this episode first airs, if people are going to start getting that tingling sensation on the back of their neck of like, wait a minute, why are, why are people suddenly start wrapping up their character oh, motivations? And, yeah. You know what I mean? Like at the end of yeah. seasons and shows, like if some characters suddenly like, wow, I'm really glad I got to do everything I wanted to do in life. Like it's really <laughs> great to have accomplished your goals. You're like, oh no. Or, or like a character suddenly, like who who's only had sidelines, suddenly gets a detailed and emotional backstory. You're like, all right, well, you're <laughs> dead then, huh? Um, <laughs> can we continue? <laughs> Doctor Lady, yeah, yeah, that was supposed good. to be a bad. Never mind. How about this? My thumb is sitting back down there. You point behind you. It's you know twenty feet back. I, I would try and point backwards behind me, but my thumb's missing. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If I'm going to try and find it for you, if I fail, then consider that a down payment on your pound of flesh. You're gonna go find your thumb? No, I'm gonna go find your fucking goddamn shipment. Reed, as a medical professional, I have to strongly urge against you leaving body parts as collateral. And what's the value of a thumb? <laughs> you can get a replacement pretty easily, so... Sorry about a thumb. Sorry about a thumb. She says, I, I don't know what you're playing at, but none of you are getting out of here. Well... Hello? So, Anyone? Sweetheart. She yells up the stairs again. So, sweetheart, can, can I level with you? The four of us are, uh... Equipped with some software to withstand these dangerous temperatures designed by our own genius tech. So, um, 
Well, between the, uh, well, I was going to keep it a secret, you were the genius tech, but sure, you go ahead and out yourself. So between the five of us here, one of us is going to drop first. Now, I don't know how the budgets over at Oasis PD go, but I'm willing to bet mm, they didn't. They, they may have skimped a little on your software for the wave, no? Did you have something to do with these ACs turning off? That was you? No. No, no. Uh, it was a third party helping us. Oh, for but... fuck's sake, would you, would you, would y'all stop giving away my fucking talking chips here? I'm trying to be a party face, for God's sake. She, she looks down and just sort of goes, God damn it. <laughs> well then, she grabs the edge of her shirt and rips it off from the shoulder, exposing her breast and the fact that she's got a big cybernetic temperature control unit right next to her shoulder. She goes, I guess it's an old fashioned Oasis cook-off then. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. I haven't had a cook-off <laughs> since I left Beatrice. What were you? <laughs> oh, wait, I see what you mean. <laughs> we just got to rush it. All right, <laughs> Reed, can I get you to roll Music initiative cut. against it? <laughs> <laughs> you do get the jump on her. What do you want to do? You rush her? Yeah, he's going to try and rush and go for the gun. Okay. Roll I a... Roll against her athletics. That's a 22. 14. Right. I was so certain that the, like, we'll wait it out against you, we'll, we'll cook off against you was going to work. And then you're just like, psych, I've got good cyberware, suck it. <laughs> <laughs> it's an old Oasis cooker. All right, she's got the gun pointed at Mavis. You rush up, you manage to catch her off guard and grab the gun. After a bit of wrestling, you don't manage to grab the gun away from her, but you pull it away and it goes scattering across the ground towards the rest of your party. She goes to lunge for it and then looks at the rest of the party and just sort of stops and gets that look of like a cornered animal. Her eyes are getting wide. And she sort of presses herself up against the bars, reaching back for them, glancing over her shoulder. I'm trying to be nice. She turns around and grabs the bars. She goes, someone get me out of here. I would like to pull my sword and just walk up no, and no. plunge it into oh, no. her torso. Just plunge it right into her? Yeah. This is just too much. She needs to shut up. Rather us than her. Okay. Well, she's not looking and <laughs> you, I'm going to call this an automatic hit. She's not I looking. She's not trying to defend herself. Can you can just be. walk up and shove it yeah. in her. Five damage. That's what I recorded those <laughs> extra bits for. God. Ah, yep. yeah. I recognize those noises. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. You're not supposed to make us oh, feel bad so for well. Oasis PD. God damn it. Yeah. Stop making us yeah. feel bad for cops. Um, <laughs> that, oh, God. What was it? That... That's a legitimate criticism, yeah. honestly. Uh, that's a fair point. <laughs> hey, no, you know. Shove it in her. <laughs> that's Five so damage. gnarly. Ignoring half her armor. What happened to not wanting to kill any police folk here? It's too fucking late. They've seen our faces. What? I don't care anymore. I just want to get the fuck out of here. Oi, your third party. Yeah. Can they get us out of here? I mean, I could call them, but... Fucking ass. Yeah, you should... Hey, 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 you should call them. Not like maybe I'm a little bit socially awkward on the phone kind of thing. No, just call them for God's sake. No, I'm just saying, like, they already told me they had the thing done, so... So, Sonoy, 
you shove the sword up into her. Everyone else is arguing behind her, and you just. I love the side conversation in the ear. Yeah, that's quite good. I don't know if y'all can hear that. I don't know if I don't know if Discord compresses down the audio just to mono whenever it's. I can hear it. There is something going on. I couldn't hear the conversation itself. Basic, basically, at that moment, like while it's getting replayed, the the converse, the audio conversation that's that's happening, like while Sedoy is stabbing this person, is is played like at very soft volume in the left ear, so you can hear it like happening in real time, and it gives you it places it like exactly where yeah, so that it all lines up. It's, that's really cool. That's really he does. Cool. Paul does this really good job of like time warping, basically, of of like sometimes there are things where that happen like two or three times where like oh no now we have to do this again and then, oh there's this addition. <laughs> And he does a really good job of like of using music to kind of like to to play with Paul, that time warping effect. Paul so. is a fucking wizard, like yeah, yeah, legitimately. Like that's gonna be uh, half if, this episode. <laughs> yeah, if Oasis, like we never submitted the show to like any awards or no, anything. But if ever, if we ever, I mean, we have Twitter, no, but, but or X. If we, I'm gonna keep calling it Twitter. If we ever did literally the category it would need to go in is audio design because god damn yeah <laughs> i'm consistently impressed mm-hmm. sort of twisted a little bit right. and slowly bring it out and she begins vomiting a bit of blood that splatters onto the ground in front of you oh, yeah. grabbing the bar she sort of slides down as you pull the sword out she's laying on the ground and like staring up at the stairs when the doors above the stairs Jesus. open up and when she falls down i say fuck the police you say that right as the doors open up <laughs> and a set of two police officers flanked by what looks like a much more important one wearing nice little decorations including a big badge that says lieutenant appear at the stairway above that. Oh, fuck. You look him right in the eyes and say your line. Fuck the police. And also, like, regret. (laughs) (laughs) The lieutenant has his hands behind his back. He comes down on the ground and she looks up and goes, the, the bars. He looks down at her and goes, hmm, pathetic. And then looks up at the four of you, crosses his arms, and says, So, it looks like we're in a little bit of a situation here. I suppose so. What's it gonna take to get us out of here? Well, seems like, um, you've got some pretty important people in some high up places that know you. And, uh,. One of them wants to come down here and speak to you and maybe negotiate. Is that something you would be amenable to, or should we turn you into Swiss cheese right here? No, I'm, I, I think I'll speak for no, all of us when episode. I say talking is preferable to Swiss cheese. <laughs> that's talk. Yeah. Do you mind if I come up a little closer to those bars and talk? Talk? Yeah, give your talk. officer here some medical yeah, attention? She looked like she ain't doing so good. He looks down and says... Oasis police isn't for everyone. Do with her what you will. All right. It's probably not great to move her, but also I feel like yeah, having her around A, the like, lieutenant, yeah, and B, Sadoi, <laughs> would be more bad for her health. So I'm going to, like, drag her back behind people. The, uh, if you, if you have legitimate worries about making the cops seem too, uh, also had feeling too bad for them. Just have the lieutenant execute her now for failing. 
Like, <laughs> that would be fucking sick. I think, unfortunately, I think, if I remember correctly, I think yeah, you the fact I'm trying to give medical attention is important. But uh, I, I must admit, because until I just remembered that, I'm pretty sure I did that, uh, I was expecting you to be like, huh, pathetic. And <laughs> you failed at your job. I've got no use for you. <laughs> and then fired. just yeah you're you're fucking fired <laughs> I, I i guess i'm headcanning it as like he's he's like oh well she's dead anyway why waste a bullet yeah and, yeah and, that's know, definitely how it reads create a paper trail <laughs> all right she is she's heavily bleeding out but is not dying yeah she just has a couple of hit points left and is choosing to stay on the ground and not really stress her wounds any further well I'm gonna like gather her, like usher her back. Yeah. We probably wanna get out of the way. Look, I know I know my friend did that to you, but I'm not like her, okay? Let's let's get you fixed up, you know? Let's have a look. The lieutenant turns to one of the officers next to him and says, Go get the lawyer. Oh shit. There's a lawyer. You seem a lot more reasonable than your not the lawyer. Oh, he seems much more intense. What's your name, Lieutenant? Lieutenant Andrews. Andrews, it's nice to meet you. I'm Sidoy. I'm glad you are not a panicked, crazy person waving gun at us. Yes. He looks down at his officer and says, you seem very scared. Mm, I fix problem. After a second or two, the officer that went away comes back with a man who's a bit on the older side, has like silvery hair going back, dressed in a very, very nice suit. The police point their guns at you and say, back away from the bars. Okay, I'm backing off. All right. How far is far enough? You back away about 10 feet or so, and the lieutenant reaches into his pocket and pulls out an ID card and swipes it next to the button that was pressed to bring the bars down, and the bars go back up. The officer turns to the lawyer and says, you've got five minutes. He turns back and he says, well, Not thank you. I will have as much time as I want, that. though with my clients. So if you please don't mind stepping back. And uh, he goes, fine, we'll be outside the door. And they step back and they walk out of the front door and open it and shut it. The lawyer is now standing in front of all of you who are kind of pressed up against the back wall. And he pulls out a data pad and taps on it a little bit and goes, well, I think it's time for us to get started, shall we? Yes. You oh, to I love the lawyer's weird accent. Yeah. That would be more uh, comfortable. Uh, I mean, there's a room there with a. I'm not going back in there. I mean, there's offices here, aren't there? Yeah. You gesture around you, and sure enough, there are three other interrogation rooms down here. Lovely. That you haven't been into yet, that aren't covered in your blood, <laughs> and a security bot. Shall we? These little gestures with his thumb that's happening. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we're not on the rap for another fucking murder rap, uh, so I'm not really, like, I'm not splitting hairs here. He's the lawyer, not me. You're right, you're right. No, you're right. You fix her. Can we stop talking about crimes in the fucking police station? I want to talk over people too! <laughs> <laughs> Mavis, can I get you to do a paramedic check? Paramedic, yes, you certainly can. I got minus two right now because I'm really fucking hurt. But that's a 20 regardless. Nice. All right. 
wincing and kind of limping over this police officer. You flip her over and check her wounds, and you find that it's a clean entry, clean exit hole, front and back. Yep. So I don't fuck around. It takes all of maybe two minutes to basically shoot her with some like super glue that seals the wounds on the front and back, preventing her from bleeding any further. The pain the of the super glue though, causes her to scream and pass out, so she just kind of collapses limp in the hallway. Well, that's probably for the best. So you join the rest of the party inside the interrogation room. The lawyer sits on the other side, takes his data pad, types it up a little bit, and says, So, where would you like to get started? Who are you and who sent you? Yeah. Ah, that is a fair question. Well, to be fair, y'all are pretty for us to start. I am uh, Charles Atkinson. To be clear, I'm fine. And I represent a very important conglomerate of clients that have a distinct interest in some of your activities. Doesn't narrow it down. Specifically, right now I am representing MedTech. We are looking for the uh, data chip that you were supposed to be sending in today and did not arrive at our offices. Do you have the data chip? Do we? We, wait, data? (laughs) Do you have the data chip? We have a lot of different data chips, Chuck. I honestly don't know. You'll have to be more specific. The data chip of of Oscar's personal possessions. It was handed to you before his ultimate expiration. Where is this data chip? Um, where we can show you. Physically, in person, alive, not here. (laughs) (laughs) He pauses for a second and goes, (laughs) I, I, I see the problem. I, I think you think you're negotiating for your lives. I personally, as a lawyer, I don't like um, loose ends. I don't like extra data chips. I don't like people who may have stories to tell to media. If it was up to me, you wouldn't be making it out of this police station and this chip would be disappearing forever. (laughs) However, my employers are very insistent on finding this data chip. So I am here to make a deal, but it is not the deal you think you are making. Right. So I will ask again, where is this data chip? Correct me, anyone here, if I'm wrong, but first of all, uh, this is why I don't really like lawyers. And second of all, it sounds a little bit like you just told us that this was our single, only, and most important bargaining chip. So maybe we shouldn't be telling you straight away before you tell us what on earth's on the other side of that deal. Well, it looks like at least one of you isn't as dumb as a cooling block. (laughs) How about this? We will talk about where this data chip (laughs) is, and in exchange, I will see what sort of things I can do for you. Okay, see, again, um, again, correct me if I'm wrong, but what that sounds like is we give you what you want and the only thing that you want, and you will maybe think about seeing what you might be able to do for us, maybe. But at that point, you already have everything you want, and what you could do with us is throw us in a cell with no AC and watch us cook to death. There she is! There we've got one who understands the whole problem. Now, if you could take a second and explain it to your friends, then we will all be on the same page. (laughs) Well, I guess I see a pretty simple solution here. 
Let's talk then. What exactly is it that you want? I need my gun, my freedom, and my motorcycle. And I need a data chip. <laughs> now, you don't have the data chip on you, so maybe best I can do is, and he pulls out a very heavy pistol, places it on the table. Maybe you can have gun if you tell me where data chip is. Well, no, hang on. Reed, I know that you love gun. I have a question. Uh Uh-huh. When I made that joke, were you still think Like, before I made that joke, did you actually, like, mean to have that just one gun be placed on the table? Like, was Uh, that the intention of the thing, initially? Or was it just, like, a stupid joke? No, I'm no, I like it was it was. (laughs) I I mean, I don't want to give like you know too much. (laughs) I don't want to give away too much of like how 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 the whole thing is made. I want to understand uh, the behind the scenes. Yeah, no, like the lawyer is brought in at this point to basically introduce a bunch of tension to an already very tense scene. Like you think he's going to be the relief, and instead he ratchets the tension up even further. And I, I think I just leaped on that opportunity of, of like his entire <laughs> yeah. in, intention through this is as he clearly states, like, I would love to just murder all of you and walk out of the station and just fucking yeah. leave. It would make my day. And I, I think he leaps on the opportunity of you mentioning, like, I just want a gun. He's like, perfect. You grab this gun and then I can claim it was a struggle. <laughs> so what you're saying oh. is Jamie goofed a gun into this tense situation. Well, the lawyer definitely this. brought a gun or more. <laughs> I think we're yeah, gonna find out. Yeah. You love gun. <laughs> Look, it's a fucking collector's item, okay? This is a very nice looking heavy pistol, by the way. It's like yeah. one of those CSGO pistols <laughs> with like a really fancy skin on it, and it's clearly been lovingly tended to throughout the years. Hey, Mr. Mr. Atkinson? Uh, yes. Mavis? Can I ask you one very, very important question that might maybe he help name. my companions here to understand? Yeah. We have another Oof. two and a half minutes before uh, our time will be up. So please make it quick. If we tell you where the data chip is, what's to stop you using that there gun there to uh, put a bullet in each of our heads? Absolutely nothing. Well, now you can see my issue with the whole situation, no? You're not really <laughs> in a position to be bargaining here. Well, no, actually, it seems like we're in exactly the position to negotiate. Mavis, Mavis, actually, he made good point. We are <laughs> stuck, and this evil lawyer is only chance we have. We, I think we give him what he wants. Really? Yeah, there's just one problem, isn't there? The chip gets destroyed if we don't call in before a certain point with a certain contact. Remember? All right, entirely need a roll for that. <laughs> We're going to do everything. They did set up a dead man switch to upload the contents of something, I remember, but... Yeah. The what? Sorry? The the beholding contents. I remember he set up a, a yeah. dead man switch to upload if he'd never... Oh, well, then that may have been a miscommunication yeah. because he's looking for the, the footage specifically about Oscar. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah no. Yeah, the, no uh, he's I, definitely I, lying about that bit. We just he didn't. is lying. Yeah, yeah, we did have like a switch i think but we just didn't yeah, think yeah. to do it for this this chip that's right yeah, yeah. I, you're you're right i remember that it specifically like gets uploaded to his night city account oh no he tries to set up that 
for his Night City yeah. account, but he can't. Yeah. He tries to set up the dead man switch and he can't do it because he's not at his uh, communication oh, terminal because it's back. Oh, uh, okay. Right. I just listened to that episode. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty high in that, but I'm going to spend two whole luck points to uh, make that a bit more likely to succeed. There we go. 22. Nice. Nice. Well, I guess that does put a bit of a wrinkle on it, doesn't it? Hmm. So how often do you need to call in? What time is it right now? It's about 1130. Around 12. We have 30 minutes. Yeah. Well, certainly it must be somewhere close by then, yes? Oh, no. I just need to call them. You just need to call them. Fuck. We just lunged for the pistol as, like, this idea clicks in his head. Yeah, he just said, <laughs> you need to call them. All right. Unfortunately, Reed, as soon as he picked up the gun, the lawyer set a ready to action for anyone doing anything suspicious. Instant shot. Okay, I use my evasion slash dodge. You have evasion? Uh, yeah, I've got reflex eight. Nice. Uh, so 22, Very two powerful. Wish we had that in the same season. 21. And you're lunging for the pistol, so can I get you to roll a brawling skill? 16 is still not bad. It's also not that great. No. 20. Oh, fuck. You lunge for the pistol, and he flips the gun down and shoots straight for you. It goes right over your shoulder, slamming into the wall behind you. You try and grab it, and he yanks it back and just whacks you with the butt of the pistol. Then stands up and says, well, I think that was a bit of a mistake. No shit. Ah, that's powerful. In order to find this thing, I think I only need one of you. So how about you decide amongst yourselves who that's going to be? Hey, we all saw what's on the chip, you know. He pauses with his hand on the door and without looking back, like his, his head shrouded in shadow. He says, so what is on the chip then? You can't see the expression on his face. It's fucking world ending. Huh. World ending, huh? Looks like I'm finally getting paid what I'm worth then. And he turns the doorknob and he opens it and he says, I look forward to seeing the results of your discussion. Reed is not going to let him out of that room. And that's where episode 40 ends. <laughs> that's... Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. So if I remember correctly, I'm going to make some predictions for the last episode. Uh, Reed dies first. Yeah. Uh, Iso dies second. Mavis dies third, and Sidoi doesn't. I think Mavis dies second. I want to say. I think I died pretty quickly because I yeah if it, you... I was already really hurt and I fore I forewent a roll because I yeah. think we were like we were we we knew that this was going badly. Yeah, and Mavis for the sake like yelled of... at him and just like why don't you just fucking kill yeah. me then and he does. Yeah. For the sake of <laughs> making a, a good last line, we didn't even roll for that, I think, because it was like, it's done. 
if I remember correctly. Like I said, it's been a I long guess time. We're about to we'll find, find out. out. Yeah. Uh, yeah, let's take God. a quick break though. But before we do, yeah. let's take another. Uh, let's take another, yes, another question. Did you? But by the way, before we do that, uh, did you sure. reuse the? Uh, I guess maybe cut this. But did you reuse the lawyer voice in either a one sh- like I know witnesses or in season two? Because I distinctly remember it. Like I don't know what you're talking about, Jen. There's no season two. No idea what what you're talking about. about. Yeah, okay, okay. (laughs) I do know what uh, you're talking about. I can't... who you're talking about. I'm fairly sure. I can't remember who it was. Because there's only one other lawyer that we end in season two. Um, Yeah. No, I don't think so. I'm not being cagey. I'm not being cagey because I'm I'm don't want to spoil anything on the thing. I'm saying like, hmm, that's an interesting observation Ah, you've just made. Okay, yeah. I mean, it does sound like a very similar voice. uh, You're correct in that. I also agree. It does. It does sound very similar, but like a little different. I'll I'll I'll, uh, I'll I'll shut up and forget that I mentioned it. No, I mean (laughs) theorize. But after I ask this next question, uh, we've got a question. From T dot dot dot. Would you ever consider doing origin story episodes for the crew members? Yes, oh, that would be cool. Yes. Yeah, I and think that would let me place the door again. I think we'd have to like figure out a different, maybe a slightly different system, something that could like Hmm. I don't play know. one of those yeah. like narrative world building games. Yeah, that something that like kind of explains like like how they like grew up or like lived their life or something like that. Like Ooh, that could be kind of cool. Or Okay, um, do 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 an episode for each character, but the person whose character is assigns characters from their backstory to the other cast members, and they play them in that episode. And we go that in turn for, for each character. That'd be sick. Yeah. That'd yeah, be amazing. That'd be cool. Who wants I, to play I, Beatrice? Yeah, <laughs> you do that, and you have like one specific like character forming moment for them that you like take that and play that scenario. Yeah, yeah. that would be sick. Yeah, that could be really cool. Yeah, well, we'll definitely have to think on that. I, I yeah, definitely shit, shit call this. This is Patreon content. <laughs> <laughs> I'm into that idea. Yeah, that could be pretty. Nah, cool. This is really cool. This is. Really hey, it sounds like y'all would all be into that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, for I would sure. be into it in anything that involves more role playing with y'all. Aww. Yeah, yeah, same. All right. Well, uh, yeah. Let's take a short, like 10, 15 minute break, uh, and cool. then we'll uh, jump back on right after that. Cool. cool. So we'll jump on sure, right fine. at thirty again. 30. That's so long. All right. I'll be right back. It's 18 minutes. It's three extra minutes. Editor's note. At this point, you're about an hour into a two-hour episode, so this is a great time for you to take a short break, maybe stretch your legs, drink some water, or if you just want to go right into it, here you go. Second part of our cast commentary episode. Please enjoy. Okay. We ready to jump into the last episode? How, how, we do oh, another yeah. question. We got a lot of questions we do. by the look at how yeah. much that that channel is flashing. Yeah, we got some questions. Uh, let's see. Next question is from Ben Newborn. Is there anything you feel you've been missing from your character choices? If you could each have like a second character join the show, what would you go for? I mean, wait and find out. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, if I if I had a choice, uh-huh. um, I'd probably go Lawman. Okay. Like I, I do like the concept of not necessarily as a cop lawman, but like right. as like a gang enforcer kind of vibe where it's like you're 
ensuring the peace, but not necessarily being a good person about it, which... Yeah, you know, peace, peace and corporate anyway, interests, so. or like <laughs> not even corporate interests, or like gang interests, like yeah. local gang interests, like yeah. nomad shit again. Yeah, I really enjoy that like style of just like character. Really, I think hmm. I I have a couple of answers. Uh, in in terms of the class, I think would be most interesting if we added one character to season one. Um, I think an exec would have been a really fun dynamic. Yeah. We kind of get it a little bit with Sadoi with her, like, background. Mm-hmm. But um, an exec who has, like... Uh, Corporate connections more... would go very far, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, and who moves in those worlds, you know, uh, yeah. would have been really interesting, especially at this point in the show where, yeah. you know, we're dealing with people in that level of power. Um, an exec may have seen this and been like, "Nope, that's a trap. That, that's yeah, bait." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or uh, alternatively, if we all were adding a character, uh, I would add four net runners so we could do uh, <laughs> net runner specific adventures. What about what about you, Andrea? If you if you could add one extra role to season one, yeah. It's I I don't know. It's such a it was such a long time ago that we played it. That's hard to really really say i i had a taste of playing nomad once in uh one shot that we did that we didn't record um that made me really want to play more nomad (laughs) okay nomads are cool so uh if i had if i got to play the character then it would be nomad just for the for the sake of having cars and doing fun shit because i'm jealous of reed now (laughs) so i i think my answer would have to probably be if i could pick one class to or one one role to add to this would be definitely solo like y'all were incredibly yeah. underpowered for a lot of combat situations. And I think having a solo that could just be like, Oh my God, get behind me, you children. One thing I, I would like to just mention is if we've not mentioned it already, um, the fact that non, like, I think I was the only one who had like a relevant gun skill. Yeah. Like I, I chose handguns and I used handguns and it seemed yeah. to work out. Okay. Yeah. There's a reason Mavis uses a doctor bag to fight enemies yeah. so much because I don't got anything else. <laughs> yeah, just just take this for anyone who is uh who's planning on running a cyberpunk red campaign. Until your players are very comfortable with the system, make sure that they go with the presets. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's had very no easy gun to, skills the entire to, day season one. Yeah. It's easy to think that like, oh yeah, plus seven, plus eight, that's a lot. And it's it does it it can be it can be tough to judge what is the right amount to put yeah. into shooting stuff until you've been mm-hmm. playing for for like a while. For yeah. Sure. Um. Right. Also, speaking of Andrea wanting to play a nomad at the same time as Spooks, uh, oops, all nomads. Uh, one shot. Oops, all saying. nomads. One shot. Let's go. Yeah, um, oops, all of every class. One shot. Uh, oops, series all of them. Them. Just gonna keep dropping Patreon series cop suggestions gang, until we do gang, one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's let some of those questions build up for a little bit and jump into okay. episode forty-one. Episode forty-one. The title. 
Reed is not gonna let him out of that room. Okay, do you wanna try and take a lunge at him? Yeah, straight up, start slashing at him. Okay. Ride or die. So go ahead and roll an attack on it. 19. 18. <laughs> That's six points of damage, but melee ignores half armor. You wanna roll your second attack as well? Well, it's a 16. 16, that wins. Uh, seven. So Reed, you lunge with your rippers. It turns out as you were probably expecting, this suit is body armor. Yeah. Your rippers still manage to cut through it and you take a big gash out of his shoulder, but it's really not doing that much damage on him. He's got the door partway open as you do this and he stops and sort of turns around with a almost an offended look in his eyes. <laughs> and he goes, I guess you don't want to participate then. And he holds the very heavy pistol less than five meters away from your chest. Oh no. And it empties it into your chest. Can I dodge? In peace. Yeah, you can try, sure. I've got to try and dodge. 23. Wow. Oh, okay. Never mind. Ooh, okay. 24. Oh, 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 oh yeah. Holy shit. And you beat it by one last damage. episode as oh, well. I am not wearing armor. Oh. Because I was arrested recently. That's right. Yeah. That's a full 15 points of damage. His very heavy pistol does have a rate of fire of two. So he takes another shot at you with a 27. 21. 10. He empties a whole bunch of these bullets straight in the reed's chest and legs. And hand on the door partially open. He steps out and says, Let me know when you've made your decision. I only this was the point in which we cold as fuck. This is the point in which when we when we did that, like the Groundhog Day loop, this is where the Groundhog Day loop yeah. started was him shutting the door and be like, you have several minutes to decide like which of you gets to gets to live. Mm-hmm. Yep. I only need one of you. I only need one of you. You motherfucker. <laughs> the door shuts behind him. Reed. I like immediately dash over to Reed and begin doing some first aid. Reed probably is going to try and push Mavis away. All right, Mavis, you go up to try and give medical Stop trying to nobly sacrifice yourself. You out of the way. <laughs> Don't be a stupid asshole, Reed. You just turned your chest into mincemeat. The fuck do you want? Just gonna walk around, skin flapping off, you idiot. I'm gonna get one of you out of there at least. <laughs> Fucking hell. Do I come up to you in a gunfight and go, Oh my God, Reed, you can't shoot him like that. You're shooting him all wrong. Sit the fuck down and let me take a look at you. He sort of looks up at the other two. I'm a call crimson. I draw my sword and back into a corner. Sedoya <laughs> <laughs> is backed into a corner, eyes wide and holding her sword, pointing at, at everyone. Yeah, I grab my agent and uh, dial the number for crimson again. All right, and you dial the number for crimson. It goes. Please hold for just a second. Crimson's just not quite available right now. <laughs> Holding. I so you better fucking give that lawyer his fucking chip. I am not going to die in this shipping police station. 
I don't have it on me, and only one of us gets out apparently. So I'm calling the only thing we have that resembles backup. Tell me where the fucking chip is. Did you not listen to that guy? None of us are getting out of here alive, okay? I'm getting out alive if I get that chip. Oh my fucking god. For someone so smart, you're so goddamn stupid sometimes. Uh -huh. I don't yeah, he's stupid now, baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't stab a fucking car. I am nothing. I'm, I am... I mean, it does feel a little weird to be <laughs> to be as the one person who made it out kind of just by being like, all right, I'll just kind of let everyone else die. To be like, who's stupid now? <laughs> who chose not to join with the party and present the <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> I swear, if, if Reed was not shot then, he'd have, he'd have worked it out somehow. <laughs> I am I am... I am... I'm scared, okay? I know you're scared. Okay, calm, calm down. Calm down. Even if we call, if one of us calls, he would need the biometric stuff of all of us to actually open the container. Give me an acting check. <laughs> oh, right, right. <laughs> oh, you're thinking he's still listening, of course. That's pretty good. All right. You say it very convincingly. They're living biometrics. <laughs> I'm real glad you store your data chips in something like that. Where the hell did you get my biodata? <laughs> Reed, how many times have I cut you open since we met each other? Oh, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. You don't even need to ask a question. You gotta keep that. a souvenir for every <laughs> oh, yeah. surgery. So, Mamus, you've gone to go with <laughs> I gotta sign my signature. Oh, honey, you've got my name inside you more times than my bank account registration does. I'm running out of ways <laughs> to sign my name. I just put M Dog last time. <laughs> so, Mamus, you've gone to go and attempt to patch up Reed a little bit to stop him from the very heavy bleeding that he's doing. Reed is not letting you do this, however. Well, I ain't gonna fucking force you. Fuck it. He can bleed. <laughs> Iso, you've been on hold waiting for Crimson this entire time. Mm -hmm. Finally, the smooth, suave voice comes back in over your phone. Crimson's now available. What can I do to help you? How's the mission going? Uh, hey, hey, Crimson. Um, uh, Medtech lawyer showed up. Uh, we're locked in. Uh, can you make anything explode? A Medtech lawyer showed up. There seems to be a bit of confusion on the other end, and then... Well, that is... unexpected. Yeah? Yeah. Unfortunately, I think this falls outside of the agreement that I had with Charlene. So, I'm sorry to say this, Iso, but I think you're gonna be on your own from here on out. Until it's over. I've done all I can. Did I say Metech? <laughs> I mean, Bud Chick Joe's. <laughs> well, the Crimson Path is a dead end. Fuck. Do I need to start swinging this? No, you do fucking <laughs> not. I love the sound Run effect. The fuck down, <laughs> <laughs> we are trapped in a police station that oh, is about to overheat. There's another one. And we'll have to get only here. one of us is walking yeah. out of here, apparently, so. <laughs> How about you fucking calm down? What he wants to do is he wants to separate us. He wants to play us against each other. You just need to calm down. Remember, we're all trying to help each other. 
You came to save me. It's the least I can do to try and leave this in. There's a knock on the door. And you can hear from the other side of the door. You have a one minute left. Good, we need a minute. It's the door. Uh, any any calm that I had had managed to assemble just disappears the moment he says that. My mic, my priest mic was kind of breaking. Yeah. There's been a lot of re-recordings for me. Run, so you've got all your shit on you, right? I'm looking around. Is there anything in here <laughs> except us? In the other interrogation room, there was a I love robot, this moment. but like, in this think one, like there's a not. Toy. No, I was thinking about the robot earlier. Have you got anything on you that you can make explode, Sadoi? Uh, duh, uh... Just anything to... I don't know. I got some data chips. Oh, shit. Maybe we just give him a faint data chip? Is that... No, that's silly, because he'll kill us anyway. I got nothing! Sadoi? Sadoi? I have a laptop. Good for you! Can you do anything with that? I'm not a fucking net runner! No, no, but you could turn it into explosives? Uh, there's a battery in there, right? Yeah. That's a good point. I look, I am not in the best state of head. Mind. I have re-recorded this already. Right no, we get Oh, really? Okay, so yeah, this is basically, Paul sends me like a, he does a cut with like the music and stuff. We listen to it. We give a bunch of notes um, and then mm-hmm. write out parts like, okay, I'm definitely going to re-record this, re-record this. Paul will note out also parts that he wants me to re-record. And yeah, then basically we do all those re-records and send them back. But whenever he gets re-records or whenever he like, hear, like sees all of the edits and stuff, I don't see what it actually like sounds like until the very, very end. So he basically, mm-hmm. he, this I get, I see it twice. This is the first time, and then the last one is like the thing we publish, and like no more uh, edits. It's a streamlined pipeline. Streamlining. Efficient. We get it. Callum Industries. I have a little cocaine, and I know you're trying to go cold turkey, but like, if ever there was a time, <laughs> look, do you need some cocaine? <laughs> I always need cocaine. I hand over the last remaining ouch of synth coke that Sadoi had previously given me for safekeeping. You God, that's so giant impactful. nostril of that famous white lightning from the Oasis. <laughs> oh, what we're saying is this campaign was fueled by Sadoi's cocaine habit, and as soon as we were out of cocaine, that's it. It was done. Mm. <laughs> I've only got enough cocaine for one of us. <laughs> it should have gone to read. <laughs> well, no, you you'd had enough of blow. You you got blown away. Yeah, uh, I think your character was canonically like very anti-drug, right? Uh, he he didn't like take stuff, but he wasn't like against it. Like he would drink, but he I, wouldn't like do drugs. He wasn't, okay, like, yeah, yeah. He wasn't I, like I think anti-drug. He was, he was like. He just abstained from yeah, that. Yeah, like, he, he, he was just kind yeah, of... He, except alcohol. Yeah. He would drink, but yeah. he wouldn't, like, do the hard stuff. Your senses perk up. Suddenly things don't seem as bad as they could have been, and you start kind of wildly looking around the room, seeing if you can find anything. I, I snorted, and now I want to turn the laptop into a bomb. <laughs> <laughs> so Iso's holding out his laptop. Do you want to roll a basic tech roll, Sadoi? Oh, <laughs> oh wow. All right. 25, I think. 
Sidoy, yeah, you yeah. have grabbed the laptop and you are quickly flipping it I'm over and tech for just looked it up. It actually says this is going to take an hour, but <laughs> I think so. you know in your panic state that you could probably do it in less. And 15 minutes is where you're estimating it at. Right. So you're flipping it over and ripping off the back and pulling out the battery. You realize in the process of doing this that it's going to make ISO's laptop completely inoperable yeah. without a pretty decent repair job on it. Yeah, makes sense. And also, you are, we, we can't stress this enough, you are very high. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Look, if you're going to die in a, an overheating police station, you may as well be coked out of your exactly. mind, you know? Yeah, Everyone right. knows God that. intended. Mm -hmm. I turn to the others. Uh, can you keep door closed for 15 minutes? Can we? We can try. We can certainly try. The door opens outwards. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's not like you can. We can no longer try. We can pull on it really hard. I can distract him, maybe. How much time do you need? 15? Bah. I'll give you 15. As much time as I can. Okay. Stop trying no, to nobly uh, sacrifice yourself. No! <laughs> okay, slight, slight nitpick. Slight nitpick. Yeah. yeah. In, a, in an interrogation room, I don't think the room... I don't think the door would ever be uh, opening outwards. Because that means you can't kick in the door. If someone is, is in trouble in there. That is correct. So... This is the xylophone in The Simpsons. <laughs> I sure hope That's someone got moment. fired for that blunder. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's ridiculous. Like, they have this whole thing with the contractors. They're like, they can't, the, in, the interrogation rooms can't open outwards. They explained exactly what you said, and the contractors <laughs> handed them a thing where someone had signed off on that. That guy was definitely fired. It's a huge <laughs> structural flaw in the police station, and they're extremely <laughs> embarrassed about it. But it's far too expensive to fix. <laughs> we can retcon anything. All right. <laughs> That's the next Halo and Horns character is the contractor for the uh, architectural firm that did the police station. We should see if we could like go through and find all of like those those little nitpicks and like maybe challenge people to be like find the biggest nitpicks in this in this in the show. Like none of the like this thing doesn't make sense. And then we have a, a Halo and Horns about that one person who is just responsible for all of these terrible like architectural <laughs> so designs and flaws. In, and Bob awful. In um in the wrestling fandom, um when something doesn't make sense and someone has a convoluted explanation as for why. Uh, it's called like a, a Regal explanation after William slash Stephen Regal. Okay. Um, who will explain in kayfabe, you know, in, within the language of wrestling, exactly why like uh, doing a flip makes it hurt more. Um, so what you need is the Regal explanation for all the nitpicks here. Like actually, actually, I think you'll find that makes complete sense within context. Right. You just didn't consider this this like specific detail, which of course like is a hidden plot point and yeah. Or or you're yeah, or we have like different characters that are responsible for individual bits and there's just like these overly elaborate things and like and that's why this was designed this way. That would be very fun to go. Actually, that's a great concept for Halo and Horns. Is like each yeah. one of those is like the story of of this person who did this thing terribly. As much time as I can. All right, read. Let's do this. It's your fault if we die. Uh, Just so you know. Yeah, I know. 
Hey, Reed, I know you don't want me to look at those fucking wounds, but here, at least take this, and I just jab you with an air hypo full of something good. <laughs> <laughs> I love how creative he is with these. Like, everyone's different. Every oh, single drug thing is And he uh, starts to walk towards the door and pull it open. Reed's last stand in So, Reed, you walk over to the door and begin to push it open. Before you can, the lawyer grabs the door and throws it open and is smoking a cigarette. You're... He blows the smoke kind of towards your face and says, I was expecting to see less of you. This is problem. You haven't decided to all be heroics, have you? No. Not all of us. And he goes to grab them. Okay. <laughs> you fucker. Round two. <laughs> Round two. Uh, well, of course this guy was expecting this, so yeah. he's going to get a free shot at your body. I really wish I hadn't spent all my luck. I didn't expect how dire it would get so quickly. <laughs> That's an 18. Nope. 24. Nobody 16 did. 16 points of damage. Several of the shots go through your leg and hit the bone right above your knee and shatter it. He drops. How hard does he drop? Um, he's currently minus three. Oh, fuck. Mortally wounded. Fuck. You collapse to the ground, and it is to the point where you're almost passing out out of pain. At the beginning of each of your turn, you're going to roll a d10. If you roll under your body, you live and you can take your turn as usual. If you roll a 10, you automatically fail your death save. Each time you roll a death save, the death save penalty increases, meaning each future death save you roll is made with an additional plus one, making it progressively harder to stave off death. Well, that is one out of four that is down. Which of you wants to die next? That, uh, that's gonna be real bad for the biometric lock. I point at ISO. <laughs> he says biometric lock. You mean it needs biometrics to open up? Of all of us. And what type of biometric lock did you end up purchasing? It's a very expensive purchase, so I'm sure you remember the model number and type. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. We got it from a benefactor. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I, as the tech, can I roll to come up with an appropriate model number? I wish we'd have said that you made it. We have a tech who invents stuff. Our tech That's made a one. Point. Yeah. 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 There's our Groundhog Day thing, maybe. I mean, Reed's already basically dead at this point, but like. But I mean, it could have been. Mm -hmm. I mean, I guess in that case, you'd just basically be making Sidori more valuable, right? Yes. Because yeah, <laughs> if your true. tech made it, then your tech can unmake it. <laughs> true. Uh, as the tech. Can I roll to come up with an appropriate model number and type for biometric lock? Yes, you can. Let me have you start out with an acting roll and then a basic tech roll. So the acting is going to see how well you're acting. This basic tech is how accurate you are. So I got a minus one on my acting, oh, but, but my basic tech oh, is my God. Everything's a seven. Together. Another critical fail. Two critical fails. Yeah, okay, I'm too busy making explosives. 
Maybe that Coke was a bad idea. No, I was going to say the, the thing you shout over your shoulder is that it is secured with a SecureTech 3000. It is uh, secured with a uh, SecureTech uh, 3000? <laughs> SecureTech is not even a kind... You're just making shit up and lying to your lawyer is not good idea. And he <laughs> points the gun at Sedoy and says, What? I guess you will die this time. I lunge at him. Like, I just go to push him. Trying to take the bullet? No, not to take the bullet, to push him so he misses. All right, give me a reflex roll. Oh, shit. Eight. Not enough. He nope. takes a shot at Sedoy's back. That's a 20. That hits. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, it does. For 18 points of damage. Ow. Well, okay, so it ablates my armor. How much does it make through your armor is the question. Seven. The second one is an 18, which still hits for nine points of damage. Which doesn't make it through my armor. He takes a couple of shots with the very heavy pistol. Some of it gets through your armor, Sedoy, while you're doing it, and you, ugh, and you oh. see a bit of your blood splatter onto the laptop that you're currently disassembling. What do you do? I abandoned this stupid laptop project and fucking dive for the guy with my sword. Okay. Mavis is diving first, so Mavis, you're trying to tackle him, correct? Yeah. All right, so give me a brawling versus his athletics. Sure thing. Here's a brawl with that minus two, because I'm not doing so hot. That's a ten total. A ten total, huh? Mm-hmm. Uh... Kind of a desperation move. Yeah. Sixteen. Oof. Mavis, you come up and try to grab him and, like, tackle him, and he pulls you away and socks you in the eye with the butt of his pistol. You take one point of damage. Not a lot, but you get whacked in the face. You fucker! I told you to pick one! Why the fuck are you doing this? Just let us go! I told you to pick one, I need this chip, and you are attempting to attack me. I am defending myself. According to the Oasis legal stature 38C, I am allowed to defend myself whenever attacked, even if it is by a client. Okay, so we put you in a room with all of your fucking friends and tell you to pick one of you to live, you fucking freak? Jesus! <laughs> Alright, Andrea, you're lunging for this person, right? Yeah, I'm gonna drop my sword in lunch room as well, because my melee weapon skill is shit. <laughs> I want to choke him out. All right, go for a brawling against his athletics. All right, my brawling is actually pretty good. Uh, not good enough. 13. Twenty. Oh, boy. Fuck this fucking hunk of a lawyer. <laughs> you lunge towards him, and he backs up with his gun pointed at you. He backs up. Well, you all seem pretty hardy. <laughs> I guess we can do this a much harder way. He points the gun at Iso, walks over like closer towards Iso with the gun pointed. So you seem the most reasonable. Would you like your subscriber count to go to zero permanently? Or would you like to tell me where I can find this chip so I can get out of your hair? It's not how the subscriber system works. It's very <laughs> difficult to deactivate an account once you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> but we can work something out. All right, then come with me. 
and he points towards the door. Sedoy and, and Mavis are both on the ground, like having just lunged at him. I just spit blood on the floor and go, don't give him fucking anything, asshole. If none of us make it out here alive, you're not getting to chip though. He says, that's why I'm telling you to come with me. This is the last chance. I want to guarantee that my friends are fine. He presses the pistol up against your head. You're not in position to negotiate. This is last chance. Can I have my turn? Yes. Yeah, I need to take a death save. Okay. Yep. Good luck. That's an eight. Oh, it's above my body. Yeah, I'm dead. I am body seven. I am dead. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. yeah. It's over your body, so that means you're permanently dead. Ah, oh, shit. So read as you reach out like, towards. That realization is wild. Oh, I'm understanding the rules. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh no. <laughs> yeah. You were like, oh, I got an eight. You were like eight. Oh fuck. <laughs> oh. God. Oh, Reed's dead. <laughs> oh, that's how it works. I see. Yeah. <laughs> The thing I didn't even realize is Art yeah. hadn't come to you yet. You asked for it's your turn one, and then though. died. <laughs> yeah. No, I think it was like, it had been like half an hour or something in get like in the recording session. And I was like, yeah, it's probably about time. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> but in this, in this edit, it sounds yeah. like you went, hey, can I go? <laughs> <In the door>. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, can I die? Oh, please. <laughs> That realization is heartbreaking, and, and that's yeah. coming from someone who knows that all your characters will die eventually, anyway. No, they, they, yeah, my characters do tend to die, but I do my best. Yeah, but that one sounded like it actually surprised you, which is wild considering the yeah, situation that's, that's the thing. That you're like, in. <laughs> that's the thing. Like for a brief second, I believed that I'd like passed this wonderful check. And, <laughs> Then I realized it was under. Because everything else you have to roll above, like a certain threshold or whatever. Yeah. But for death checks, yeah. you have to roll under. And like that sudden like realization of just like, oh shit, kind of just got me. F in the chat. Yeah. That like sudden feeling of like, oh. Huh. I'm dead. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. yeah. Looking at the number. Looking at your stat, looking at the number again. Yeah, that, that exact feeling, like, yeah. yeah. All right. Oh, no, well, I'm dead. Jamie, we'll take as long as you need, and then whenever you're ready. <laughs> I need, sorry, I just, I just need a moment. I just need a moment. Okay, let's go. All right. So, Reed, as you reach out towards your teammates, with your last gurgled breath, you're able to say something. Oh, God. As the life slips away from his mortal coil. Give him hell. <laughs> and with a sigh and a gurgle of breath, he lets out his last breath and goes up to the big zeppelin in the sky. Up next is going to be Mavis. Um, Mavis, one of your patients, uh, your friend Reed, just died right next to you. Even from a distance, your trained eye can tell 
Reed is not getting back up. The situation is getting much more dire. Charles Atkinson? Yes? You better walk on over here and put a bullet in my head, otherwise I'm gonna find you and I'm gonna fucking kill you. You understand? If that is the way that you would like it to go, oh, slow footsteps. then very well. And he walks up to Mavis. He holds the gun to your forehead. Oof. Do you have any last words? Oh, my rat is going to haunt you so fucking bad. <laughs> Strange choice, but okay. <laughs> he executes Mavis. What? <laughs> So that what was legit because we, I don't think we discussed that we weren't rolling, but also like, yeah, I went into that last stand going, well, I'm not going to dodge the fucking, I can't remember if anything was cut out here, but like Probably. Andrea's what I, I was like, you weren't expecting just. Yeah, I don't think that right? was in, that, no. I don't think that was in no. character. No, like, yeah, that was a lot of us. I think I also did something similar. Just like what? The... <laughs> yeah, like, like I think it, for, on my side, like I saw yeah. it as like you were on the ground and be like, you better put a bullet in my head. And he's like, well, yeah. I mean, it takes an action for you to get up, so sure, I can do that. I'm not gonna like <laughs> okay. dodge a bullet <laughs> yeah, against sure. my head. And I, at this point, I was, I was. In, in Mavis's shoes, encompassed by rage, right? Yeah. Like, furious. And, I mean, like, it's not like she's ever been the uh, one who thinks through decisions the, the, the best. Uh, and it was always going to be the way that, that, that Mavis went out, was her, her mouth was going to get her in trouble. <laughs> oh, Matt is going to haunt that motherfucker. Yeah. My yeah. mouse is gonna mord you so bad. <laughs> well Jen I love meta. Anything else you, you wanna wanna say or talk about before we move on from Mavis? I'm gonna I'm gonna miss that 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 scrappy little scruffy little hygiene hazard of a med tech. <laughs> <laughs> they they she come back again in some future one shot and I'll upgrade her with black chrome and give her 10 air hypo fingers. <laughs> I, I think it's beautifully poetic that none of your surgery, I almost said surgery victims, but <laughs> surgery <laughs> patients uh, lived long enough to see whether or not you gave them an infection. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Hey, you know what? One of them did. I think one, one of them did. Yeah. The, um, top the like high level woman oh oh i mean name. that was installing like a piece of cyberware yeah that's surgery <laughs> long, you know long what enough. you're right i'll give it i'll give her yeah. that yep uh, everyone the, else you know what's uh cheaper than malpractice insurance death just saying it's true <laughs> <laughs> too real he turns to iso and sadoi and says now there are only two left which of you would you say has more of a desire to live? And he starts reloading his gun. Fucking ISO grabs the SMG he has. I lunge for ISO. <laughs> <laughs> <What>? <laughs> <laughs> 
Guys, so you go to grab the SMG and are completely blindsided by Sedoi lunging at you, just grabbing around your throat with her bare hands. I guess I roll evasion? You were caught off guard on this, Iso. So, yeah, you can roll an evasion, but it's going to be at a minus two. Well, I only rolled 11, so I'm rolling anyway. Hell yeah, Iso! All right. Live, damn it! Sedoi leans over, munches to your neck, and her hands just sort of slip off your neck as you grab the SMG. Stand up and back over into the corner of the room. And I shoot the lawyer and say, ride or die, bitch. Oh, that's fucking good. <laughs> All right, you take ride a shot die. at the lawyer. Uh, so we'll say it's zero to six. That's a 15. Mm. The lawyer does not dodge, so you have to shoot your ranged combat. Uh, I'm going to use my the rest of my luck. That would be three to at least hit once. All right. On our <laughs> auto fire. Okay. 26! Holy shit! Let's go! Roll for damage. Let's fucking go! And that's by, it beats it by a lot. Okay. Yeah. 21 points of damage. Wow. <laughs> so you spray with the SMG and <laughs> it hits Mr. Atkinson in the chest several times. This is not strong enough to hold up to it though. And it starts tearing through it. He takes a decent chunk of damage. Ugh. You son of a bitch. Cut that fucking lawyer in half. I guess we don't need media today. And takes his shot. He soaks a lot of damage there. So yeah. it's supposed to be five That's times terrifying. that. And yeah, like it just I'm wanting to point out there, like uh, basically the way auto fire apparently works is when you roll on it, you basically you do 2d6. I, I ended up like fudging the numbers here a little bit at the time because I didn't quite understand how it works. But the way it's actually supposed to work is you roll 2d6 for your damage and then the number uh, the number that you beat the target by in auto fire mode, you multiply that 2d6 by that number. So oh, you, can, you can start stacking up ridiculous amounts of damage. But it also means that like an assault rifle that does 5d6, if you roll like okay on auto fire you only just pick them off with one that does less than any one bullet you would have shot yeah it's a, it's a bit of a yeah it's a it's a bit That's strange cool, to though. yeah to to try and like i at this point though i will completely admit i fudged this i just wanted to point out he did soak in a massive amount of damage here yeah yeah but... 24 and an 18 guess who no longer has armor since like four or five sessions ago <laughs> Oh, no. I so you don't have any armor at all? No, it was ablated ages ago when I got into a motorcycle accident. Thirty points of damage. Oh. Fuck. So I Iso just shreds like today. Oh my god. Oh. The water turns Iso into mincemeat. Yeah. Iso, you collapse to the ground and begin bleeding out, blood dripping into your eyes, and it stings. <laughs> the lawyer goes over, puts a hand out to Sedoi and says, So, how about we go and find this chip then? Yes, thank you, please. <laughs> I do not want to get you shot. Absolute asshole. <laughs> well, don't worry. If you stick with me, we will get you out of here just fine. Oh, I think he hid it in, like, a bag of slime. You know, whenever I said earlier <laughs> that thing about, uh, like, 
oh, you know, it's it's very easy to justify, like, as the person who, you know, makes the deal. I didn't realize you would actually actively attack a teammate in order to create yeah. an opening <laughs> for this to happen. Yeah. I completely retract all of that. Like, Sadoi completely turned on the party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Sadoi yeah. Yeah. became a villain. I believe in, in wrestling, that's a heel turn. Is that what that's called? Yes, it is. Um, Yeah, I I I remember this. Like like being like, oh, my odds are going up if I attack ISO instead of the lawyer. (laughs) I am absolutely waiting for the Sadoi's the BBEG season, right? Like I'm I'm expecting it. I'm very sad if we never get our revenge, even if it's like characters away and we don't know who it is. But, like, it will still feel good. I just want to see her again. I mean, on one end, I would love to be able to, like, pull back Sedoya as, like you said, like a big bad evil person in, like, a, you know, the next season or something. Yeah. But on the other hand, I'm also a really big fan of the way that shows like Adventure Time will, like, introduce a character in, in like, a throwaway gag in, like, one season and then not reference them for, like, six years. <laughs> and then yeah, bring them yeah, back as, like, a super central per- – and it's – and it feels like very rewarding, I think, in that way. Um, so I don't know. Yeah. Okay. So season six is Andrea is going to play Sedoi again. No, I'm just giving, I'm giving <laughs> you my boundary. It's going to be anywhere from like, oh, and it's also Sedoi. Like Sedoi's back to like, you know, eight years down the line, and be like, remember Sedoi, and everyone will be like, uh, yes. <laughs> She's going to be like a grizzled fixer in season eight or something. Only real fans remember Sedoi. <laughs> Tales from the Oasis before it got popular. (laughs) She's gonna just wait for the throwaway uh, gag where it says like uh, Sedoi Incorporated's um, (laughs) like hydroponics tower. (laughs) (laughs) Or at the end of like Oh, okay, that's a question for me. What do you think Sedoi would name a company if given the opportunity? And like we need to rename this right now. The lawyers will accept literally anything. You know, you're the person who's like starting this whole thing, spearheading it. What would your character do? God, what was what her? Sadoi... She has a real name. What does Sadoi mean? Because that's a translation. It's like a the, rough it's translation. White. Right? Or silver. Yeah, that's uh, what I was going to say. That, I think it's... Yeah, yeah. I think silver, the last name also was... like meant like silver or something, right? <laughs> I can't remember. Uh, silver, it's, silver. On, it's on my character sheet. I still have the character sheet uh, on here, right? So okay. I just got to go check it. Uh, the Doi's last name is uh, Libijininov. So it would probably be... Her first name is Ekaterina. So Ekaterina Libijininov. So uh, I think you would probably just get a Libijininov Corp. Okay. Lebeshinov like Corp could... rolls right yeah. off the tongue. I know, I know. It does. Uh Lebeshinov Industries. But but like something like that it would be yeah. something with her last name because she comes from a corporate family. Yeah. Uh and she comes from from a mega corp, right? Isn't she uh, trying to not... hide out though? Like escape something? Yeah. So so if when you're trying to escape enough, something, why put you your un- name on the Do you understand how cocky yeah. this woman is, right? Yeah. It's true. That's, yeah, that's, that's a very fair, fair point. <laughs> the ego is there yeah. for sure. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, like if she got the opportunity to name a company after herself and her family, who were all killed and, and the, you know, she had to run away from that, then yeah, she would, she would take that opportunity. Okay. 
Because it would mean a lot to have your name on a big building, uh, like a corporation, you know? If you yeah. start a hydroponics tower, I hope rats eat all your crops. <laughs> what do you mean start a hydroponics tower? I would I would kill uh, the guy who's running the hydroponics tower as it is and take over. Yeah, you two you two stopped getting along there at the end. Mm-hmm. I just heard I, like we I think we just released that episode. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. No, the the back and forth between the two of you is very good. <laughs> I've lost a lot of respect for you, Gabriel. The feelings mutual. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's uh, see Sadoi's victory sprint. He lived in like a bag of slime at some point. Yeah, that's right, uh, Chip. <laughs> I'm so confused. Uh, I'm coming. Please don't kill me. He extends a hand. You grab his hand and he helps you stand up. And the both of you limp out. Iso, you see your friend walking out the door, and as she does so, you realize the chances of you making it out of this are getting slimmer and slimmer. Can I get you to roll a death save? Oh! Oh, fuck. Uh, oh, that's, that's high. That's a 10. Oh, that's a critical fail. That is an immediate death. Yeah. Iso, you get to say one last thing as Sadoy and this lawyer walk out of the room. What do you say? That wasn't very poggers. <laughs> God damn it, mine. You slip down in the corner and eyes Character actor to the end. I love it. Oh. <laughs> Press X to pay respects. Yeah. That was... Oh, God, that... That always gets. And then there was one. And then there was one. Does Sadoi know where the chip is? I I can't remember that. I don't know where that is right now. Actually, actually, uh, everyone except for Reed did know where the chip was. You all, they all discussed it. Uh, Oh yeah. Yeah, and I believe (sighs) what we ended up talking about. I don't know if it's like cut into here or something. I believe what what. The, I don't know, maybe the justification ends up being is that Sadoi's like, yeah, no, I know where the chip is. Like, let's get the fuck out of here. And you leave. And then Sadoi's like, yeah, it's in the it's in the bag of, of goop back there. Like, that's where the chip <laughs> was stored the entire time. It was stored in the bag of goop. Uh, well, that's what she just said. And, and I also said, Haha, wrong chip. Well, <laughs> where is that specific chip? I don't know. It's mentioned I, at some point. Sure. Yeah, exactly. We'll 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 leave it to the. I don't know. Maybe Reed had it. I almost want to say Reed. Anyway, I'll we'll cut this whole out. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll just have a cut in voice to be like, "Oh yes, that's right. It was this that happened." <laughs> Editor's note: At 15 minutes and 30 seconds of episode 30, "Call from Beyond," while ISO is in surgery, Reed takes ISO's memory chip from his shoulder-mounted camera, makes a copy, and sends it off to Medtech as was requested. This copy contains all of the footage of the botched rescue job, including a very clear shot of Oscar handing Mavis a data chip and asking her to get it to June Gold. Jamie specifically mentions that Reed, at the time, doesn't know anything about the memory chip that Oscar gave to Mavis, and in fact, doesn't know that they gave Mavis anything at all. In episode 35, Location Scouting, at 18 minutes in, Mavis decides to get as much nutrient goop as she can for sustenance while on the road, choosing to do so by filling a trash bag full of, quote, food goop. In episode 36, Out of the Frying Pan, at 6 minutes and 30 seconds in, when the edge runners are being detained by the police at the base of their building, 
Iso takes the original memory chip out of his shoulder camera and hides it in Mavis's bag of goop. Additionally, in episode 29, circling back, at around 35 minutes while speaking on the phone to MedTech HR, Mavis attempts to lie to the agents, claiming she doesn't have any of Oscar's personal property, presumably with the intention of eventually getting the chip to June Gold as Oscar requested. Upon further review, it appears that in the confusion surrounding Reed's arrest and the rushed rescue job, Mavis either forgot or intentionally did not mention that the chip the lawyer is looking for is in her breast pocket the entire time. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Of course, oh, right. of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> All right. The lawyer takes Sedoy out of the room and there's no bars in front of the stairs leading upwards. The two of you slowly ascend the stairs, stepping over the puddles of blood that you have left in your wake. And the lieutenant gets up in a shock. What happened down there? And the lawyer goes, one of them tried to grab my gun. This one is innocent, though. I'm taking her to med tech. Neither Sedoy's tattoos or eyes are glowing. They are black. Sedoy also entering her goth face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me know if you need anything. And right. As always, happy to help out MedTech. And the two of you walk out of the building. That is the end of season one of Tales from the Oasis. God, that was dope. Raider. It keeps going. Just another. (laughs) I'm actually crying right now. No joke. (laughs) I love Mavis so much. I'm sorry. It's okay. She couldn't not. She couldn't not. She saw a guy execute her friend in front of her. Yeah. yeah, we lasted a week. That's uh, that's In cyberpunk. Almost... I'm well fucking happy with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh fuck. Oh, I saw. Um, hey, if a if a character dying makes me cry, that's a successful character. So I'll yeah, fucking take it's it. True. So yeah. Sidori is yours now, right? Yep. Yep. All right. All yours. Hmm. Cool. That means I get to make a new one. Sidori uh, may or may not show up later on. We'll see. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I guess I'll have to record. Sedoy may return. I'm <laughs> very proud of the fact that I lived up to my reputation and died first. <laughs> yeah, I of course you fucking it. did, Jamie. <laughs> yeah, of course. I fucking yeah. said we shouldn't have gone in to rescue him. Yeah, you were right. Can Sedoy yeah. come back like as a drug kingpin person with the cop I played <laughs> and, uh, yes. and our like and our little cop thing because that's what I said oh, this, his this. backstory was after he that ended that he became a cocaine kingpin so Doyce had joined him this <laughs> this feels like an amazing uh, prequel to the big bad story like <laughs> <laughs> I listen uh, Jamie Martin yeah I'm I'm this season's yeah. <laughs> I know. Okay, we're I definitely know. cutting that out. <laughs> oh, yeah. That should not be in there. Yep. That was, I really like the inclusion of the, like, 
that's like the first bit of proper table talk <laughs> that's been in the show, right? And it's so yeah. jarring. Yeah. Oh god, yeah. It feels yeah, wildly different and I really like it. Or anything. It's so nice. Yeah. Yeah, I really like it. It's like um if you were watching the D&D movie or something and at the end of the D&D movie it just cut to the people playing D&D, which it doesn't. Which it should. But like if it did, yeah, yeah, yeah that would have been <laughs> sick, right? Um it feels like that. I actually yeah, really like yeah. it. The 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 juxtaposition compared to like the normal uh the normal no table talk vibe of the the, the edit yeah oh man and having and having Starlin oh. like jump in there and, and it's like there's like a complete other voice of like oh shit there have been like yeah. other other people around this whole time like, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, oh man yeah except yeah without the line about doing yep yep yeah absolutely <laughs> um and this and this yeah yeah what we'll i'm saying right now <laughs> oh i am um, i really enjoyed this season um mm-hmm. like uh i'm very very happy that uh some part of my D role playing with with jamie and my various random bits with andrea was enough to get invited to the to the group because uh gosh i love these games i love these characters yeah. i love this world ah the, the thing you is you have like, done such an amazing job yeah oh thank you i mean Starling definitely deserves a lot of the credit as well. Like we've we've co-created this, but for sure, yeah. But yeah, it is it is uh yeah. It it's very fun creating this whole thing. And I I really I guess what I really hope, like, especially with this season, is that it kind of it starts out a little kitschy, I think, because we didn't really understand very much about all the cyberpunk backstory and lore when when oh, yeah, like, we yeah. started playing it and so we were like all right well, well you know we just got to do it ourselves over here and and a, a lot of the stuff that we built on and a lot of like how we developed the world i think kind of i i guess what i'm trying to say is like i i really hope that like it sets the oasis as like a as something that kind of feels like a like an actual like real cyberpunk dystopian city that that like could exist in the same world like that that's basically the bar that i'm trying to hit is is like i'm I'm hoping that it does feel like a cyberpunk city that like actually could exist in this like established world that is that is laid out in all these different books and uh but but having to like like i don't know fill a different like find a different um almost like excuse for existing of like why 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 are so many resources people and and you know why is so much energy devoted to this section? Like that's a drain on resources, and they got to come from somewhere. So there has to be a justification mm-hmm. for the thing existing. Yeah, it's like night sitting, night city feeling a different niche. Yeah, Almost right. Like it, it feels like a place where people go, but and um, once they're in there, they kind of stay. They're yeah, kind of stuck there. Yeah, and it feels like that a lot. We've we've talked about this, I think, uh, occasionally from time to time. But this is inspired by an actual place like that's very near Coachella called Oasis uh, or Mecca uh, in California. That's about that distance away from um, where you know Night City is supposed to be in California as well, and was a place that when Starling and I first visited, like we were really struck by just by like this this intense amount of there was a lack of economic equality that was so severe that you would see people that were like that were struggling to survive in like these shacks or or like you know hand built things or 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 buildings that were like you know 30 40 years old and then drive 15 20 minutes maybe 30 minutes and see these 
multi-million dollar, like expertly manicured golf courses in the middle of a desert that was under, like in the middle of a drought (laughs) and the sprinklers would be on. And it was like, it was that level of like the 15 minutes between those two different things was a lot of what inspired this. Um, Mm -hmm. And yeah, it was, it was, I guess maybe how, how the, how the whole idea of the Oasis started and uh, where we got that idea from like mixing it with this, this like, tech billionaire idea of like, oh, we can just make a place in the middle of the desert and just not thinking about or caring about any of the consequences of what that might mean and patching scaffolding on as software companies and, uh, you know, tech companies are often to do. Um, I felt really like privileged to kind of explore creating this world with y'all and, and exploring it as where we're all kind of the outsiders really lent it a fun vibe of as Starling and I kind of solidified things behind the scenes and we're like, okay, we've decided like, this is kind of, you know, this is the, the backstory of how this sort of thing works. And this is how, uh, you know, food works and, and water works and things like that. And electricity, you all were able to see the, the things that we were presenting and, and, and view them like as we were all kind of new to this genre at the same time and new to this city. And so it was all kind of like this novel, like, oh, well, this is kind of cool. Like it's a regular thing, but reimagined, which is, I think, exactly the vibe that the Oasis should give. Like it's like cyberpunk, but what if like, like shittier, hotter and and had a much higher mortality rate? (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah. I appreciate y'all sitting down and and doing this with me and and listening through these episodes. Yeah. Yeah, I just want to say like, loved it. Thank you for running all this because it really, really has been a pleasure to... Like, yeah, role play with you all, Absolutely. and it's just, it's just so much fun. I I was gonna say I love listening back to these and thinking about all the like weird throwaway gags that became long running things. <laughs> uh, like What's, I like, love yeah. the, that all the cars, are, all all the fucking taxis are loopers from one like throwaway goof. I hate that. Uh, we have from one throwaway joke about fucking merging Lyft and Uber, <laughs> and it became like it all the, the jokes about the fucking yeah the sexual jokes about the fucking taxis <laughs> that came out of that. transports exactly <laughs> get you where you I need just, to go smoothly all all that kind of stuff that <laughs> has like built up that were that were still. Those kind of things that we're still using uh, when we are playing uh, more recently. It gives a feeling of collaborative world building. Yeah, like yeah, like that was yeah, yeah, that was a really joke. Nice. And I, I think my favorite example of that is when uh, one or both of us, like Andrea, had been playing Disco Elysium, and there was a conversation about like how the vending machine, like oh, it has a personality, and, and <laughs> it became Kuno <laughs> from. Uh, uh, from Disco Elysium, or like you know, a legally safe parody of Kuno from Disco Elysium, yeah, yeah, Kuno yeah. Tech. Um, that was an, that was yeah. my favorite like collaborative world building thing that we that we sort of did together. Yeah. Um, do we have any more questions? Oh. Ooh, that's a good question. Mm-hmm. Mm. All right. Um, how did you come up with your characters from Dan the GM? I, th- I, too long ago for me to answer that. I can answer this one. Uh, Mavis is a holdover or like a repurposing of a character that I played in a game, a very short-lived um, uh, uh, Apocalypse World game, uh, which is a, a PBTA game um, that uh, Jamie was in. 
Yeah. Uh, which, funnily enough, uh, Sputnik comes from the same game. Oh yes. my god. Um, <laughs> from the Neon Knights series. Sputnik. Uh, like miniseries. Sputnik. And uh, yeah, it was a, a, an Apocalypse World series of uh, people who lived in a giant train junction. Like everyone lived in boxcars and, and, and uh, this character who wasn't called Mavis back then, I, I, she might have been called Beatrice, to be all honest, because like that's the kind of name I pick for my characters, um, uh, lived in two boxcars, one where they lived and one where they were a surgeon to like people on this giant train junction. And uh, and had a a long in that one it was a long tranquilizer rifle. Um, I can't remember why, but that's why Mavis, huh. the sniping like ruffian, unhygienic surgeon, came from. I imagine it'd be a tranquilizer so that you're like you're not killing people, like you're you're attacking them non lethally, like putting them down. Yeah, she, yeah. she was a lot nicer style. in that yeah. campaign. <laughs> <laughs> Sputnik was about the same. Um... Yeah. Can you, do you do you remember how how the concept of your character came about, Jamie? What for Reed? Yeah. Um Yeah for So Reed. Reed, basically I kind of waited for everybody else to sort of go come up with their character concepts. And I kind of realized that holy shit, they're all gonna die if I don't play somebody who like tries to make sure they don't. <laughs> so I picked Reed. Um so Fair I kind enough. of thought of Reed as just like this gruff person who kind of cares a bit knows how to get out of the jam, that sort of thing where it's like knows how to try and make sure people are safe around him. Yeah. And it mostly worked um, until the very end. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, just about. we have uh, one more question that I think we can answer. I was going to finish, uh, oh. like add on to mine a little more. You said you I, didn't like, remember. I don't remember the details, <clears throat> okay. and, but that's, I think in part is also because there weren't that many details. My concept for Sadoi was, wouldn't it be funny if I did a Russian accent? <laughs> <laughs> and, and then and you developed uh, a personality I, around it. I rolled some dice in the lifestyle thing and I was like, Oh, I wonder what that means. And like, just went with what I got basically. Wow. Uh, and she turned into uh, a psychotic, uh, an absolute corporal. bastard. I yeah, also yeah, remember yeah. you saying, "How many cyber eyes can I fit on this character?" <laughs> oh, I remember that. Yeah, because she, oh, she had the. Because she had the. We had to talk about uh, the wear. tentacle Borgware. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> she could technically have had to, uh, up to, I think, ten eyes. Yeah. Oh no! It's, is it maybe five eyes that you can fit in that Borgware? I don't know. It's a lot of eyes. It was a lot of eyes. And it comes <laughs> up like I think eyes, once or really. twice. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We got one last question. Um, our last question comes from T dot dot dot. I think my, oh, it, it might be like on Sunday. It's because you're in streamer mode. Ah, you're in okay. streamer mode. Yeah, because you were recording with OBS. Uh, it's um, from TTRP James. TTRP James. Who is the T from earlier, actually? Yeah. This one's also from TTRP James. Or no, this one's actually from Ben Newborn. I was reading the wrong one. Never mind. Uh, do y'all have favorite... Ben, ben Newborn. Newborn. Oh, it's Newborn, not Newborn. Yeah. This is from yeah. Ben Newborn. Do y'all have favorite NPCs? Is there a GM insert PC? If Art could add a PC for himself, what would they be like? Do y'all have favorite NPCs? 
I do. I don't think there's any GM insert NPCs. Do, do y'all feel like there's any that are like GM insert NPCs that I play? I can't really think of it. No. The closest would be Brandon. And only, yeah. only because Brandon fulfills a niche that the team did not have. So it feels like you went, oh shit. I need um, a character we need a net to runner. do net running things. Also, Brandon was in the prologue. So, you know, it's been around yeah. a long time. That's true. That's true. <laughs> hmm. I think, honestly, my favorite character question mark was uh, the Beholden. Okay. Like, just the full mm, concept the Beholden of... Beholden was terrifying. Yeah, absolutely horrifying eldritch abomination that I love. Um... I I have to go with uh, from uh, uh, wait. Oh, I'm thinking of the wrong fucking season now. I'm gonna yeah. Have to speak. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm deliberately avoidable. avoiding spoilers. Wrong <laughs> season. Okay. <laughs> because you will find that I have yeah. a different favorite. Yeah. Uh oh man. Season. I mean, one. okay. I gotta go. I yeah. gotta go with Brandon because of how my like my interactions with him. Uh, and how much fun it was to just be like, like that. Was, like my favorite line I think that I remember saying in season one is probably "Tell Brendan I said nothing." <laughs> <laughs> I Where really I just like, like halfway through saying that line, realized that like, no, I don't want to tell Brandon anything. <laughs> <laughs> I really like the moments that you have with Brandon where you're like talking with him on the phone and he's like excitedly telling you something like, okay, thank you. <laughs> and then you just hang it up. And there's like three or four of those that just like it get cut it gets cut off like mid-sentence and it just sounds absolutely amazing. Like you really get the yeah. idea of like sort of like having a flip phone for no other reason than just to be able to like do that satisfying <laughs> click. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, just like fully being able to just go, okay, now shut up, Brandon. Hang up. It's like, how did you even slam the phone? You have an internal goodbye, Brandon. <laughs> I um, I'm gonna go a little off the off the wall and pull out. Uh, I love Drunky the Cowboy from yes! the Brokebacks. Oh shoot! Yeah. What was his name? Uh, his name? I think he, his I, name was No Name or something. Yeah, something yeah, like that. It was and something was like, like that. No, we don't shoot Bessie. We can't eat Bessie. <laughs> I just the fact that I, I giggle at that, and then I remember that he's wearing like an LED rainbow cowboy hat, and the giggling just goes up. <laughs> but I also love Brandon um, very much. So Brandon, Brandon's <laughs> great. That I think was one of our, our, our in our Discord. Like people were saying that they wanted to see like a Halo and Horns with Brandon, or just like just more Brandon content. Like someone, like yeah, we need Brandon content. I I want a Halo Brandon and Horns content. with Brandon, except the devil is Sadoi somehow. <laughs> I don't know how we'd make that work, but you know, <laughs> or the angel is Sadoi. That's even funnier, actually, because because Brandon looks up to Sadoi. Uh, <laughs> As we come to the end of this, uh, this is basically going to be wrapping up season one. So, is there anything yeah. that you'd like to tell our fans about season one? Anything you'd like to? Anything you'd like to say before we put a big uh, bow on this? Uh, Im- like, if you liked season one, imagine how much better it's going to be now that we know what the fuck we're doing. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. Yes, and and built characters based on knowing what the stats did. You mean, like, actual gun skills? Um, yeah. Ooh. Yeah, shocking. 
Um, I just want to say thank you, really. Like, y'all have been fucking incredible. Like, player GM listeners, just... It's really nice, sort of, seeing such a good atmosphere in here. In the Discord, in sort of little community we've made. It's lovely. Yeah. Yeah, special yeah. shout out to our Discord. Uh, it's just very nice to, to chat with everyone and uh, yeah. it's it's fun to just kind of have this little pocket of of <laughs> anarchists and rebels, at least in, in podcast <laughs> form. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, where we Absolutely. where we can all come together and chat. It's kind of fun. Thank yeah, thank you to everyone who uh, hosted like reactions to episodes. Love it. Oh thank my you god! To, yes. The, thank yes. you to the people who wrote uh, fan art. Who wrote fan art? Who made fan art? I loved it. Um, thank you to anyone who replied to like any inane ramblings on Twitter or whatever it's called by now. Who knows? Um, and uh, thank you for everyone. Yeah, in the Discord, all the people who were commiserating over the fact that like uh, the real world was doing its damnedest to out apocalypse and out dystopia uh, plot lines in uh in <laughs> yeah. we, we were like oh that was two years ago we recorded that and now it's happening in real life in real cool life. okay we we have scrapped at least one ad skit because it just happened like in real life and was a news story and we were like oh for fuck's sake like yeah what? Wait, I can't remember what this one is, but... Oh, this doesn't... um, It it doesn't matter. We don't need to recall it. It, All that's that's important is that we didn't record it before the news story happened, and so it's not in bad taste. No, yeah, true. (laughs) But gosh, uh, yeah. So, yeah, thank uh, you very much to everyone. Yeah. On the the detail of that thing, what I was mentioning, or what we were talking about in the beginning with Sadoi... I also haven't mentioned the fact that Sadoi is uh, from Nova Moskva, which we established was in Ukraine or the former Ukraine. Oh Oh, no! Jeez, really? Really? I forgot about that. Yeah, we 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 talked about that. We we made the character. Okay. Oh no. Yeah. Big F. Um. Mm -hmm. Big Rip. Uh. Yeah. Cool. It's a good job that came out now. It's the former Ukraine. It's the former Ukraine because they took over <laughs> Russia and they just yeah. absorbed ah. Russia into them. And they were like, nah, yeah, now we are Neo Moscow. And we'll just call that. Yeah. yeah it's a good job that we revealed that on this yep, our, our this last is... episode because we can't get cancelled yeah. until now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this, this, is, this is our world, Dad, but we can make it how we like. Um, yep. <laughs> Suck it, Putin. Uh, and Suck it, Putin. Yeah. I was sticking my middle finger up, but like I just realised it's like a podcast format, so I can't actually. Yeah. <laughs> fucked. Um, and uh, I'm very, very much looking forward to people hearing uh, more of the stuff we've had recorded. Oh yes. shoot! Another thank you, thank you to everyone who's played in a No Witnesses game. Um, yes. Oh, those are so much mm-hmm. fun. Yeah, like it's been the, good the fun. no the No Witnesses games in Discord have been amazing little nuggets of wonderful world building and just like a a reminder that as wild stuff is going on to the player characters there's equally as many like equally as wilder stuff happening to everyone in this godforsaken hellhole um Mm. i love it yeah 
yeah, definitely a special thank you to, to all the everyone that's been participating in the No Witnesses campaigns. Those are super fun, and they they especially give me like a lot more uh, world building ideas and like things that I can build on and, and small events that I can start inserting into the sidelines in order for people to finally be able to piece out what the timeline of this whole thing is going to be. Uh, so thank you for all of that. And with that, we will wrap with season one of Cyberpunk Tales from the Oasis. Thank you all for listening. Yeah. To be continued. And remember, play Cyberpunk Red. It's really good. Yeah, it really is. And support local artists. Buy, actually purchase it from, from Mike Bondsmith and Artel Sorian. Like, yeah. Actually, like, buy the book. Yeah. It's great. And it comes with cool art. You're a cool art.